0: Hey, it's Brooklyn Ty at Brooklyn Ty NYC. Ha, ha, ha. What's the word? Ha, ha, ha. Hey, it's Brooklyn Ty and you're tuned in to What's the Word podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Or as they say in Ghana, Aquaba. <laughs> oh man, before I get into this, for some of y'all, I'll say welcome back. This is episode five of season two, and I appreciate you all for tuning in. As always, thank you to those who have been sharing my podcast and my blogs and telling a friend to tell a friend, buying my merch, following me on social media. You know, I appreciate you for spreading love. It's the Brooklyn Highway. Way. If this is your first time... <laughs> where have you been? But as always, better late than never. So again, a Make sure you check out my previous episodes and my blogs. Subscribe to my website so you never miss out on what's in store or upcoming episodes and what's possibly happening in your area. I'll keep you updated with all of that stuff. Go to www.brooklyntye.nyc.com. That's www.bklyntye.nyc.com. You can shop my merch there as well. I have tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, double-sided totes, mugs, and more. So go and support. Spread love. Follow me on social media, Twitter and IG mainly at Brooklyn NYC. And again, that's BK. L-Y-N-T-Y-E-N-Y-C. And as a reminder, for DC and VA, be sure to check out New Jack City Live. It stars Alan Payne, Trech from Naughty by Nature, Big Daddy Kane, Gary, Dordain, Flex, Alexander, and my son is going to be at Nas- the National Theater in DC, Washington, DC, that is. February 16th, which is this week all the way to Saturday the 18th. And then it comes to VA one day, two shows on Sunday, February 19th, 3 p.m. and 730 show. So check that out. And yeah, let's get into Tye Talk.
1: You're now listening to What's the World podcast with Brooklyn Ty.
0: So, y'all, when I tell you I had an amazing time. And a life changing experience in Africa. I mean, it will never say enough. I can never, I might probably gonna make this like two parts of my African experience, (laughs) but I'm sure you can tell like the excitement in my voice. It was amazing. Like mentally, I'm still there. Physically, I'm back in America, but it was an amazing experience if you. Ever get a chance, if you want to learn your real Black roots, I suggest and recommend you go to Africa. Like, I'm so serious. The experience was like emotional, it was fun. I had my mother, I had my three sisters, my twin sisters, and my baby sister who's 23. My first oldest daughter, who's about to be 30, and then a few of my sister's closest friends. Which, after we had an experience, like, I just know, like, my ancestors have followed me back home. Uh, As of today, I've been back for a week. My voice is still recovering, so you have to excuse me. I don't even know where to get started, like, to be honest. We started in Senegal, and then we went to Ghana, which captured my heart. My heart is there. I plan on going back next March of 2024. And then we ended in South Africa. Like today, I want to give you one of our experiences. First of all, my name I got or I left with is Kuku Abiku which basically is Wednesday. It's two different ways to say Wednesday, but since I was born on Wednesday, like I'll probably in the next episode give you that experience when we went to the last bath. Today, I'm going to give you Gordie Island, which we had Elijah, which was our tour guide. I'm going to play some audio for you just so he can explain the history of what Gordie Island is one of the words he he kept or that kept following us along this trip was intellect. Like we have to change our intellect on. And as far as I mean, I'm speaking to my black African-Americans. Like we have to change our intellect on what was taught to us in America, because what I experienced, I found that a lot of the things that we learned in school are untrue because there was a language barrier or just you know the white people that just decided to translate and make it to where the black africans were like lower is unbelievable unbelievable so i guess you know cuz i don't want to make this episode too long i'm just going to play audio from elijah when we was at Guri Island which is in Senegal we took a boat over it was maybe about a 15 minute commute we ate some delicious and like the food was amazing the entire trip we ate well we did it we even ate from a tree you know we ate from a tree we ate leaves from a tree
1: <sighs>
0: anyway let's get into What Elijah has to say. And please note, he is African. He's actually a Haitian African. His accent is very heavy, so you're going to have to listen slow. Might have to play it back, but listen to what he has to say. Yo, what up, fam? It's your friendly neighborhood fly guy, Cool Kim. And y'all just want to send my condolences to everyone opposing this, because right now, I'm on What's the Word podcast with my sister, Brooklyn Ty. And listen, it ain't no lie. Anything we do stay fly, you understand? Keep tuning in. So much more to come. Peace.
1: Ray from Ray and saying Gore. But crazy, it's in Wolof, Senegalese language. Gore, it just means dignity. And dignity, it's what they taken out to ancestors by slavery during four centuries in many island transit like this one. You have to know, slavery, it was not just from Goree, it was from Dakar to Cape Town in South Africa. That's why on that time, Lord Island like this one, European get. This one be so important by his geographical position. And today, it still are important for everyone in the world. Reason, Gore, it's the opportunity for everyone to see where ancestors, they were shipped to America. And reason, this is the opportunity, it's just to hide this horror. When they abolished slavery in 1848, they broke all the costs. If Gore get building older ones like them, it's just after abolition, automatically it became the West African French territories capital. From this island during 200 years the french governor controlled 15 countries west africa but of course the official history it's french one but we know it's a fake one we're gonna fix a lot thing wrong like french say 1444 portuguese discovered this island for me like columbus they never discovered here and the reason it's four centuries before Portuguese. Senegalese fishermen, called it Lebou, control the island like an industry. They do ceramic, pottery, textile, and they transform product from the sea. But before they arrive, we use textile. 15th century, when Europeans arrived in West Africa, it's them who get the inferior complex to our ancestors. And reason why today it's us who get that, it's just we go to them school french british or arab one and there we never learn our history not in our language for me it's where we get the interior complex we don't know who we are you know at school what we learn it's not our history it's a damn history in africa and what they teach us it's the fake one like just the french say on that time they do business with Africa. And men, after three months, they still get 60 kg and are stronger. French say they just cost alcohol, tobacco, mirror, or something like that. But we know by Portuguese, they are first to do slavery. And they do that during two centuries before French. They never say doing business. From here, they just kept the people by force. That's why they need from both by cannon to shoot the land first time uh-huh. to capture who survive it. They transit in island like Gore, and from here Portuguese says some of them they do proposition. If you wanna be free and control a part of your land, it's possible. You just have to be collaborator, and also you have to pay us. But we control the land, we control the riches to pay us you have to take guns to capture your older brothers and bring it for us in island like Gore like captive not slave that's why from island like this one ancestors they are captive that's why house we're gonna see like the yellow one with the green shooters all of them who facing the ocean in this island it's an older jail holy slave house It was not them house just a jail where they kept people during three months maximum. It's a time for the selection. Just the stronger one arrived to America. Invalid one who agonize it, they just throw them into the sea. Ah. Mm-hmm. And after three months, the house gonna be a market. And we're gonna see where people was presented. And at the top, buyer and seller, they look if good or not to buy. And you have to know from here, buyer and seller, they are European, not Africa. That's why we don't believe them when they say people cost alcohol. The reason they do slavery, it was for the economy. Yeah. At your house, it was 350 people just under bottom. Yeah, it's European who live at the top. We're gonna see the condition, like cell sizes for men, who arrived and get minimum 90 kilograms and was taller guys, 1.9. Celsizing it was 2.6 by two 2.6, 40 people each yourself. During 23 hours per day, they just stung. And people was chained by them uncle two by two. One hour, it's time to go outside closer to the sea for toilet. If not time, they do inside. That's why Keshan today, it's if European on that time, they was not barbarian. How possible to live at the top before what happened downstairs? We're going to see that. But Sheikh Antejov, the Senegalese scientist, get a book called Civilization or Barbarian. He explained that very well. And his other book called it Negro Nation, and civilization. Negro and nation, it's a lot nation, Negro. Civilization, it's lonely. It come from Africa and around the world. But this is the reason why we know Negro never mean black. It just, who definitely, if I'm Negro or not, it's not my skin color, it just depends to my intellect. That's so why it's possible to have the white Negro, or the red Negro, or the black Negro. But 15 centuries, when ancestors meet them, we was not Negro. We was free and civilized people, included in empire, like the Mandinka one, or Ibo Empire, or the Gold Coast. And Mandinka Empire today includes all the West African French territories. Gold Coast, today it's Ghana. But the emperor of Mandinka, we know very well, called it Sunjata Keita. At 1236, it's 200 years before Portuguese, they come. This guy was ready to do the African ride watch, not in Egyptian language, but in core language. And core today, it's Bambara language. But let's walk a little bit. See the museum and after we'll do the tour. But even you buy a house on this island, painting color or architecture, not possible to change that. Oh, it's a, a world heritage by UNESCO 1978. And all of them was made by stones. They are volcanic stone. Origin of the island, it's a volcano. Oh wow. And it's in Dakar, still now. Under the African monument of Renaissance, there are the creatures of the volcano. But geologists you know, say we are safe. Last eruption like thirteen million years.
0: Now, how was that for some Black history? <laughs> so basically, that was again Elijah explaining to us where we were going, what we about the history of what we were about to see. We got to the island. And we went to the Masons' Day as slaves. I think that's how you say it. Basically, in English, it means the house of slaves. That was an experience in itself. I am going to play audio in a few moments, but did you hear when he said at the end after he sp- finished speaking? He was like, Dada Jeff. That was my favorite word <laughs> that I left from Senegal. That means thank you. So he was just thinking, thanking us for listening to him explain. So, right quick, won't be long, here's some audio from once we got to the island and basically what we were seeing.
1: They don't like me. They was taller and passive guys. 1.9, 90 kg, It was the minimum for ancestors. And from here, it's a range of five by range eight. They chain them by them uncle two by two, 23 hours. From here, they just stand like subject boxes. And reason, conditions are horrible like this. It's just, they do the selection. You have to be stronger. And when they really prepare people from here, house became a matter. And on the middle, just here, they present people for selling and at the top buyer and seller. And I say, from here, buyer and seller, they are European and not African. You know, we never enslave our brothers and we never sell them to be that in America. Just the French say that. Mm. That's why in our local world, we never mean slaves, just them. First, it's good to know where I come from this world. And by Mr. Share Antedjo, we know it just from Europe, by the Slavic. Today they are Ukrainian, Bulgarian, Poland guys. During twelve centuries, it's all the European call it on that time the Viking who select them. They are from Scandinavia today, and get the blue eye. During twelve centuries they do that at home. It explains the reason why when they arrived here, it was easy for them and they get the knowledge. How cancel people. That's why they need to get a collaborator. Someone who's gonna do the work for them. But Portuguese say the first day kept, they do proposition to them. But they say them first collaborator, they not was good one. That's why they need to take kids to ship them to Portugal for 10 years. It's a time to brainwash them. And when they're back home, it's who replace African who never accept collaboration. That's why that guys, they just like us today. I say we go to them for school. That's why we are African just by our skin, not by the internet. We don't learn our history there. It's where we get the interview. People was prepared in house like this one, separate. On this side, three cells, it's just for men. We're going to say for kids, for young girls, and all that. But stronger one, they go to North America. It's what they need there. Kids go to South America, like Brazilia. The stubborn one, they go to Jamaica or Heidi. Young girls, when they really use her, they go to French Caribbean. You know, the reason I say when they really use her, it's just for young girls. First time, they are not for selling, but just to do the entertainment for them. That's why we're going to see they get a lot of privilege. Let's see that. Lord, ventilation. For men, they are directly to the sun. From here, they get a floor. And the white rocks you see here, they cover toilet, Turkish one. It's Lord lot privilege. This was for the young girls. And when they arrived here, French say they have to get pheromone. They are valued on the that. She's just good to do the entertainment if pressed after. You know, there are 40 there. She's maximum 15 here. Reason why they take care, it's just European at the top. From here, they select a woman nine. If one of her gets pregnant, she's automatically free. We saw outside house like a ball. It's where black lady and mulatto baby, they leave on this island or north part of Senegal, Senwi. And they was called Signar. Signar, we know, it's just a deformation of Signora. Signora means madame, not here. From here, Signar just symbolize your social status. And Mulatto one, they upgrade mom. She just be the servant of the baby. And one of her, we know well, she was called Josephine de Bourne. She's from Caribbeans Caribbean, and she was the wife of Napoleon Bonaparte, the king of France. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be the pretext for Bonaparte to do again slavery in the Caribbean in 1802. But we know this is the fake pretext. The really reason to do again after first abolition... It's just after 1792, they see them economic go down and they do again. But Bonaparte said, he just do pleasure to his wife. And from here, when they receive the older Europeans who are going to buy people, just to push them to buy more people or to recommend the house of someone in Ireland like this one, they give them young girls who get thermal breasts and are considered virgin girls. That's why I say she's just good to do the entertainment for them. And when they really use this young lady, it's a time for her to go to French Caribbean and transform the product for them. Mm-hmm. That's why she gets lot of privilege like this. Between 7 to 12, kids was here. Yeah. And, you know, reason they kept the kids, kids, they are mobile, good to do the transport. And also, kids, they get small hands, go to grape, Cafe, tacao, that's why they go to South America. But this is the reason why we have someone called it Mr. Neymar, they are black Brazilian, the football player, or Mr. Bob Marley, or Hussein Ball, or Mr. Michael Jordan. All of them, they know they come from West Africa, but not exactly where. And the reason... It's just they never go from here to America by them African name. Mm -hmm. They go by number, and in America, it's master who selected the new name. That's why it's a British, Portuguese, French, or Spanish name. Yes, Mm -hmm. and you know that people they like us. You know we are from Africa. We know that, but our, our name today it's not African name. We have Arabic or European name. That's the reason why. And when we go to school, we're going to lose our word, our language. That's why we don't know who we are. But when we, when we go back to our school, we never get inferior complex. We're going to know our ancestors, they do the world. Hmm? On the middle, they present people. At the top, buyer and seller. If you are good, you join corridor at left and right. On that time, it's like the waiting room. After that, people pass the doorway of no return. Reason it was called the doorway of no return. It's just no one back home. That's why who passed the door, no never back home. And they, when they pass this door, they don't know what happened where they go. No one back to relate what happened there. That's why when they arrived to America, they just are surprised. But today, this is the opportunity to see where they were shipped to America. That's why we call the door the door of the tomb. After this door, the bridge was here by coconut wood, 50 meters long. It's a small boat to pick people from here to the big one to America. And during four centuries, the official history say 20 million people were shipped to America from West Africa. And by the way, six million passed away. 20 million is a lot, but it's not the, the true number. You know, Jean-Tierre of the Senegal scientists say minimum during four centuries, it's 300 million people they shipped to America. And by the way, 80 million pass away. We get big difference from 20 to 300. But it's gonna be easy for us to believe in the job. And the reaper, it's just French. We know by them history. From this island, every three months, 28 boats they go to America. Each should board 350 people during four centuries. We do calculation just from this island it's between 15 to 18 million people who turn. and of island like this one from Taa to the town. And when we do the opposite to the Holocaust, during 10 years, it's six million people who died, if this is the repair for ancestors. Ten years equal at six million, normally four centuries. It's 240 million people who, by the way, pass away. It's going to be possible. All the 200 million arrived to America. We joined these numbers in just like 500 million people. That's why it's easy to believe share hundreds Job when he say minimum is 200
0: million. Yo, it's your boy, King Spills BK, and you're tuned in to What's the Word podcast with my girl, Brooklyn Tye. Yeah. Yo, the chills. Just even listening again. And remembering being there, oh man, it was like they put us, he put us in these cave-like rooms or like cell, like jail cells. <laughs> the things our ancestors went through, I could never even still imagine the, the stench of like just bodies. It was 11 of us and we could barely fit. And he explained to us like it was like more people, more people than 11, definitely more than 11 people were held in these small space rooms. And I mean, I, I don't want this episode to be heavy. However, I do owe it to our ancestors to pass on the knowledge is black history every day. And, you know, it's my job now that I know what I know. To pass on the truth. And that last part when he was speaking about the door, no return, y'all, when you open up the door, it's just like the bridge is gone. But when you open up the door, all you see is Atlantic Ocean. That's it. Atlantic Ocean. We just, I just sat there and gazed out and just, it's endless. Like you can't see. And I was just imagining a boat coming, like people just rushing to the door waiting for a boat, trying to fit on a boat. And if it was the size of the boat that we took to get over to Gertie Island, like, un- unbelievable, crazy. So I'll, I'll go lighter on the mood now. You know, that's all I have as far as my experience um, at Gertie Island in Senegal. It was fun. It was amazing. I do have more audio to share if for those who would like to hear it. It's about 50 minutes, so you can always hit me up. I might turn it into a YouTube where I'll post the audio and the pictures that I took while I was there as Elijah's speaking. I just have to figure all of that out and how I can put that together. But, you know, if y'all are interested, hit me up. Follow me on Instagram at BrooklynTire. NYC, B-K-L-Y-N-T-Y-E, NYC because I have been posting pictures. I will continue to post pictures about my experience in Africa. The next episode, I'll probably be, I'll definitely be bringing you more, but it'll be from when I was in Ghana, because that experience was, the whole trip just kept getting better and better, so... You know, stay tuned for that. And that's all I have for Todd Talks right now. And now let's get in to tea time with my daughter Essence.
2: Hello, 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 everybody. I hope you're looking, doing and feeling amazing now. If you haven't gotten yourself a drink yet, you might want to go get you one because it is time for tea time. A little segment where I talk about what's been on my mind lately. So this week, getting straight into it, what's been on my mind has been the hashtag no two week notice. Now, this has been a hashtag that appeared on TikTok around the end of 2022. Um, and it's been really popular around, you know, leading into the new year and receiving 177,000 likes on the hashtag. Now, basically, the no two week notice has been a spark the conversation between people regarding um, what it's like to be in corporate America now and if it should stay the same or if it needs to change. And there's basically two sides of the spectrum. Lately, um, you've been seeing or you may have not been seeing, but a lot of discourse around Gen Z in the matter um, and how we are unable or unwilling to stay at a job like our the older generations, where some people give in maybe a few five years, 10 years, 15 years at a company, they're noticing that there is a spark, according to the New York Post.com um, and also the PWResearch.org. Notice that at least 49% of Gen Zs are less likely to give a two week notice to an employer. And this is for a various of reasons. Some reasons are listed that uh, the unsafe and unrespectable work environments that we are forced to be in. A lot of companies believe just working their people to death and just give that really negative tone. So a lot of Gen Z are like, we're not staying if it's like that. Crisis. Oh, my God. To get this government to raise the minimum wage has been a stress. And just to add the stress of people and the lack of respect at work. Well, Gen Zs are like, no, I'm not gonna stay um, and give this company my whole life if they can't respect me. And it's been a lot of things like that. But on the other side of corporations and a lot of older um, employers and managers, they feel that this newer generation is more lazy, and they feel that it's not okay to just and unprofessional even to just quit your job. And where I stand on this is, I don't know, I'm a Gen Z. I, I stand on there on that side where I just don't believe that it. it's fair to give your whole life to a company or a corporation or the government. And you don't really get that same reciprocation back. Um, I saw on the news that the Senate was going over whether or not Social Security should be raised. So people are working their whole lives and could be dropped at a drop of a dime. You know, if the market changes, you've seen that happen with Twitter and Facebook, the market changes and there's less needs for those jobs. These people are getting dropped, fired um, in this economy with some people having no savings, living paycheck to paycheck. So some people are now feeling like, why would I give my employer a two week notice, especially with the disrespect? And there's no guarantee that they would ever give me a two-week notice. They would just hire a new person. So some people feel that it is very unfair, a lot of Gen Z's especially, which is why we've just been bouncing from job to job to job to job. Um, which isn't good, and I wish it was. A, we were able to have that balance in the world, but in the state of the economy at the moment, it's really hard to keep people at their job. And I feel like it's unfair to even make it a Gen Z issue. I feel like a lot of people in general are starting to realize their worth and that they are worth more than slaving, um, doing 10 people's jobs for bare minimum wage. So I feel like with the market right now, um, a two week notice isn't realistic. Like, I maybe back when the um, inflation wasn't this, you know, wasn't as bad or if the jobs, you know, job market was better, it would be different. But you can have Two degrees, um, and still be making minimal wage doing something completely out of your major or out of your degree or education. So it's just a weird, it's a weird little you know time that's going through. It's like what's respectful and what's not respectable. Um, and I feel like with the times changing, that two week notices. Um, me personally, I'm going where the money goes, where the money resides, where the money resides is what my mother says. Um, so. If a company is treating me like like really bad and I need to I know I am worth more than what they're paying me, I if I can find a, another job, I'm out. I'm out in a heartbeat. You should have noticed two weeks ago I was unhappy, is what I like to say also. Or do you feel like you're more on the other side where you feel that it is the responsibility of the employee to give the employer some time um just to prepare themselves for the loss? Um, that they're going to receive with you not working there anymore. What do you guys think of this topic? I'm really curious. Um, if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram at wtw underscore T-E-T-Y-M-E for tea time, just so that we could talk about it. We can have a real conversation of what you think. So week notice or no two week notice um but if you are more of a email person because not everybody's on instagram um you can always email me at the podcast whatstheword at gmail.com and we'll definitely definitely have a conversation about what you think um or if you have anything that you want to hear from me or you want my thoughts on or you want to do someone to do some deep digging on something for you please let me know but for the meantime I hope you enjoyed that tea because that will be all for me, but it'll be more of me next time on Tea Time. Bye,
0: y'all. Yo, what up? This is Ben from the Jungle Brothers and you are now listening to What's
1: the Word podcast.
0: And now it's time to get into what I'm listening to, watching, and reading. So as far as what I'm listening to, I've basically been listening to my audio from Africa. So the entire trip, everywhere we went, a lot of the tours we did, a lot of people we met. I mean, I even got to see my elephants, y'all. I got to see my elephants. So even going to see them in the wild, I have audio from the tour guide who was very cool, even though the <laughs> elephants actually tried to attack us. I'm definitely going to post that soon at some point on my reels on Instagram because it was scary like literally they tried to attack us we were stuck between a tribe of elephants i don't know what they are called when it's like five or more but cuz it was definitely more then one of the elephants got behind us so we couldn't back up anymore it was it was very scary but i have audio from just speaking to people out there getting the experience of living there and it's a lot of friends like I mentioned before in the last pod that, you know, they went to visit and now I actually see why they stayed and never came back. So that's basically what I'm listening to. Um what I'm watching, I've been currently watching the 1619 project by Nicole Hannah Jones. I actually have the book. I never got around to finishing it all because it is it's very heavy, but Basically the the 1619 project is on Hulu and y'all need to check that out. It's a few episodes or basically it's a series but it's a few episodes breaking down a lot of wrongdoings, a lot of things that you may not be aware of as far as black history. Um just as far as like voting, um you know, giving birth or how they tried to stop us from procreating I guess but that's basically all I've really been watching since I've been back and again it's only been a week and I've been at work four days so far after coming back because I did take extra days off to kind of recover and get my jet lag out the way and all of that stuff but and when I'm reading I brought books at one of the tours we went to so we have went to Elmina Slave Castle. So I bought books from there, And one of the books I'm currently reading is called Elmina. The Castles and the Slave Trade. So it basically breaks down um, people who were captive, I guess you would say, um, you know, in these dungeons. Now this castle had dungeons. Like I'll probably definitely share that on the next episode because y'all to, yeah, I have to tell y'all about that experience, but, um, you can look the book up. I'll probably post the book or you can always send me an email if you're interested in getting a copy. Uh, you can email the podcast, what's the word at gmail.com. And it was originally written in 2013, but it was revised in, um, 2017. So, you know, check that out because, again, this is history that we should know. We should know our proper history, especially if you have children. They're trying to erase or have, like, critical race theories and all of these things where they're, they're not trying to give our future the truth of where we actually come from. So, y'all need to really get on it, but I won't hold you. <laughs> And yeah, that's all I have for what I'm listening to, what I'm watching, what I'm reading. Lastly, let's get into, or let me tell you about people I think you should know. What's up, everybody? This is Steph Love, and you are tuned in to What's the Word podcast with Brooklyn Tide. So, people I think you should know, (laughs) and it's gonna be simple you need to know yourself. We need to know who we are, we need to know. Where we come from, we need to know where we're going. We need to know what we want from life. We need to know the people who we surround ourselves with are positive and actually have the same common goals. You know, no hate, no kind of, you know, pettiness and fakeness and... We need people in our corner who's going to always hold us down, who are going to be there to support us, to check on us, because I did forget, I apologize, to remind everyone to check on your people, check on the ones you love, check on even the ones who say they're doing okay, but deep down inside, if you feel like they're not doing okay, or you feel like you may just need to pull up, like you call them, you text them, "Mm, I felt like maybe she was just saying or maybe he was just saying he was okay she was okay but let me just pull up do that because a real friend would appreciate you know and you might even save save a life so let's get to know who we are and what we want out of life and what we need to do to get there so that's all i have basically hope you enjoyed Again, tell a friend to tell a friend. What's the word podcast with Brooklyn Ty. As always, shout out to Smiles, who is my program director, producer, all of that good stuff. Check him out. You can follow him on social media at SmilesTF1. Thank you again for tuning in. Next episode, I'll have more of Africa. If you have any questions about going to Africa or like anything else I've experienced if you want to listen to more audio, I have tons of audio. I'll be glad to share if you think I should probably give you a three episode of Africa cuz I really I've literally I've literally been talking about this trip at work every day, not even on purpose, but when you get to experience something like Africa, going home, going to the motherland, it really change, changes your life. And if you've known, if you know someone who's gone to Africa, and again, I've only went to Senegal, Ghana, and South Africa. Africa is huge. The flight from Ghana to South Africa alone was like a full day. So you know. It's a huge, like, (laughs) Africa's big. So if you've ever known anyone that have gone in and you like, they come back and they change, like, that's me. That's where I'm at at this point. I went back to work looking at life different, looking at people different. The calmness of Africa where, like, even the way they jaywalk across the street and the driving is, like, crazy. But you never hear anyone honking at horns, cursing anybody out. I mean, I they drive on the opposite side of us. So like the driver is on the right side. I can get used to looking right to left instead of left to right crossing the street because I definitely wouldn't drive there. <laughs> There's no way in the world I would drive there. And I mean, that's anywhere in Africa. <laughs> I would just want to be driven around or I would just walk a lot of places. A big, huge difference as well from... Spending time walking on earth like dirt, clay ground, grass, sand, and then coming back to wearing shoes and concrete, gravel. It's a huge difference. The food, where like everything is grown for the most part, or they'll climb up a tree and get some bananas or a coconut. Like everything about it, the hustle game, let me tell you, the hustle the hustle is serious, so even when we were at when we were at Godet Island and <laughs> we wanted to do a little shopping, so they they hunt you down from from on the boat, like they're on the boat with you, like, like seeing who's coming to their sh- like you know to the island so that they can start hustling to get you to shop at their shop. But everybody works together, so it's not like they're trying to steal you from someone else for making money. It's like, you know, come here, get a little bit of this, and then I'm over here so you can get a little bit of that. Some of the things are the same, but a lot of things, most of the things, just about everything is handmade. So, they'll even they'll even try to hustle you cuz of course, you know, I'm sure a lot of tourists have come from different parts. They start asking, "Where are you from?" Cuz of course, we stood out from the jump, like our style of dress, our you know, from straight from talking, they automatically can tell, just like we can tell, you know, we're from America. So they would ask, you know, just saying America wasn't enough. But some of some of the people I was with were like, oh, I'm from New York. And then they'll even some of them were even good enough to be like, where at in New York? <laughs> but I killed the whole vibe in a good way for me that saved me because I was like, oh, I'm. I'm from America. And they were like, oh, where? Where are you from? And they didn't say it like that. Of course, they had the accent, but I was like, oh, I'm from Virginia. Because <laughs> I was like, y'all are not going to hustle a hustler. But I peep game. But we shop. We got, I bought I a, a lot of things back for myself, for my kids, for some of my customers, just, you know, pe- people that I love and just wanted to get special things from my trip. So, again, I'm sorry. I was babbling and going on and on and on. So, as always, thank you for tuning in. Spread love. It's the Brooklyn Tie Way. Hey, it's Brooklyn Tire. Ha, ha, ha. At Brooklyn Tie NYC. Ha, ha, ha. And spread love. It's the Brooklyn Tie Way. Ha, ha, ha. we